You know that Ohio train crash? The contaminated dirt, contaminated liquid? Well, guess what? They've been sneaking it right here in Michigan and dumping it behind this damn elementary school. And right up the road, they've been dumping the liquid behind the middle school. I kid you not. So if you're as appalled as I am, make sure you come back and find out what I did about all this sneaking chemicals across state lines. Okay, so no messing around. We have something really serious, as you heard read at the top of the show, live out there in Belleville, right? They're mm-hmm. shipping in this East Palestine contaminated soil. The dirt is going to Belleville, and seven miles away, the poison liquid was going to a deep injection well a, a long and troubled deep injection well in romulus so really want to welcome and thank you for taking a minute um congresswoman debbie dingle um how did we find out that this stuff was coming into michigan as i understand it not even you knew so i uh, heard about it from some of my constituents on friday afternoon that they may be shipping some of the contamination uh, from East Palestine to our Michigan. Uh, I immediately called, I texted the governor and asked if she knew anything, and she didn't. I made additional calls. Someone sent me a copy of the press uh, announcement on Governor DeWine's site uh, that they were shipping to Michigan. At that point, uh, I made a significant number of calls to the Secretary of Transportation, the EPA Administrator, numerous other EPA people, Norfolk Southern, Republic, etc., about what was happening. And actually, we were able to uh, put a stop to it. So where's it go now? So I'm going to tell you why. It's not that simple. So, And I I hope everybody's going to pay attention to this. Because as you said, uh, the Romulus injection well has a very long and storied history. And somebody that I loved very deeply tried to stop it 25 years ago. And obviously it exists. There are contracts for both the injection well. And it actually is Van Buren Township, Belleville, Van Buren are right there. A lot of people call it Belleville, but the contract's with Van Buren. They're legal sites. They've been certified by uh, the state to operate hazardous waste sites. Uh, and EPA also has a um, role to ensure that it's meeting all applicable well, um, regulations. So people aren't paying attention. There's hazardous waste going to these sites all the time. Uh, the last time there was um, a renewal and a lot of discussion about low radiation waste at the Van Buren site, I asked a lot of questions. Uh, I insisted that there be town halls, that they assure people that um, what the safeguards were not a lot of people complain, but I made sure that there were town hall meetings. And I think people need to be paying attention to these sites. At that time, U.S. Ecology had assured me 
they would always let us know or give us a heads up if something unusual like toxic waste from uh, Ohio was coming into the district. Republic has subsequently bossed, bought U.S. Ecology. I was pretty blunt with them that they did a terrible PR job and should have had far more sensitivity uh, about the kind of the nature of this waste. Norfolk Southern is actually at that point was in charge of the cleanup site and contracted with Republic for the disposal of the waste. EPA took over the site on Friday. So, the, the, exactly. On Friday. So once EPA t took over the site, well, because it wasn't, you know, technically the governor and Norfolk Southern were in charge of that site until EPA recognized that there were real dangers and it needed, they just came in and took it over, which was the right thing to do. But I'll tell you something, Charlie, and at that point then, uh, these sites have to be RECRA certified. Um, the, then they have to, to get the EPA waste that was coming from there. They have to be CERCA, which is Superfund site certified. The Romulus well is not Superfund certified. So I, I got into more stuff than you ever wanted to I get, get into. I, you know, I'm hearing just bureaucratic red tape nonsense. EPA, you can go back to Flint. What and what the fuck is going on with the government where we've got so much of it and they're not protecting us? So, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I've learned a lot, not one, an expertise that I wanted to develop, but I've had a lot of chemical spills or chemical d dumps in my district in the last 18 months. I had the Flat Rock gasoline spill from the uh, uh, Ford plant down there. We had another, we saw... There were underground storage tanks from the 40s that caused a second spill in uh, Flat Rock. We've got PFAS going into the Detroit River from BASF. We had the McLeod Steel site, which had raw sugar being stored on its floor. That got cleaned up, and we got a super fun site there. We've got a plume in a dioxin plume in Ann Arbor that's been there for 40 years. It took me my last six years to get everybody together and request that it be put on the national priority list to be designated a super fun site, I've learned how to work the bureaucracy. Flat Rock taught me more than I ever wanted to know. And, you know, it's, we are lucky, I want to say this, we are lucky we have EPA in Ann Arbor. And the men and women employees of the EPA Ann Arbor site care deeply, want to help, and have, I've become quite close to them because of so many emergencies. But in these kinds of incidents, it's the state's in charge. So the state has to, in fact, so like there have been other times that EPA has been willing to help. Eagle's got to say, yeah, we want you to help. But now the, the law, governor the, was but very the, But the law, the law doesn't say like Ohio's got to notify Michigan. There no, there's no. No, the law does not say that. Wow. Now we are, we're, we're going to try to, some legislation's being introduced. There's so many, there's three issues here to me. One, where should, should we be having toxic waste sites like this? Located in populated areas no. like Romulus and Van Buren, with, no. sco with schools and next to them, with schools next to be. them. But been fighting this for twenty five years. I hope I believe that Ohio will trigger a national conversation that might actually end up in something happening. That That's one. But you also have the issue of these trains, and you know there were a thousand derailments last year. Now 
when the Van Buren derailment happened last week, I called EPA within half an hour of learning about it. They thought it was a joke because they're so, it's been a nightmare in Ohio. And I said, no, it's not. But they dispense people. I mean, we didn't go through the bureaucracy. It's people that have, you know, built relationships. They immediately, they got an emergency response team, which is in Ann Arbor, went to the site. Nothing had spilled. Everybody made sure, state and EPA, that the, the, the car that contained chlorine was pulled off the site and away uh, from the damage that had been done there. But, you know, my you mayors, I'm meeting with my mayors tomorrow night. They're like, nobody tells us when these vehicles, no, no, the trains don't. are going through with hazardous materials. Nobody tells us when they're being trucked. And that's one of the things we're going to try to get done at the, at the federal level, that states need to be notified when can that's you, Can you tell me, I'm sorry, can you tell me who owns the railroad tracks proper? I'm told that, well, where? I mean, it depends where you're talking about. So for Van Buren, it was Amtrak tracks in a Norfolk Southern train. So but it differs wherever you are around the country. We sort of need that infrastructure all under one umbrella. You're not maintaining the tracks. Well, it is. It's under the Federal Railroad Association. But these are private companies that are operating uh, that are operating these railroads. Now, Karen. Yes. You worked long and hard on this for the past couple of days. What did you learn? I tried, Charlie, uh, but as the congresswoman said, it's extremely convoluted and it's disappointing because nobody knows. Um, I talked to leadership uh, at Wayne County. Um, I spoke to uh, Congressman uh, Rashida Tlaib, who indicated she was trying to get answers, as was Congresswoman Dingell um, from the EPA. But nobody, there's no connectivity, there's no awareness. Um, I did learn that while it's authorized to receive toxic waste, there's nobody checking to make sure that those toxic waste are the toxic waste that they're authorized to receive. Debbie, I mean, is that so true? Let's ask Debbie, is that true? I've asked the EPA and Eagle to document that. So um, we're waiting for answers. I do know that Eagle inspects that site regularly. They've been, this site, Charlie, as you said, some of us have been around. I'm not old, but I'm seasoned. My husband bought this site and They've been fined for violations repeatedly over the years. They were shut down. And you know what I did Saturday night? I didn't go to bed. I got online and researched everything I could find about the history of the injection well. Well, you know, it's funny. It's back, you know, when it was that time it was between Detroit News and, and Fox 2. This thing was coming up, but it got lost. It was a big deal. I wrote about it. This this place stinks. I'm going to be honest. It stinks. It doesn't belong around here. But you got caught up in Fecano's nonsense and Kilpatrick's nonsense and the, you know, the Great Recession. And it just kind of went by the the wayside. But we're, we're a dumping ground. It's, oh, for a war crime, do you think what happened in Ohio, not so much the derailment, but a for-profit burn-off of vinyl chloride that turns into phosgene, which is banned in, in war by the Geneva Convention, was what they did done for profit, and is that a war crime? You know, Charlie, I've learned at this point in my life that I want the facts. And there are a lot of, there's a lot of misinformation. I also know that because I've dealt with some panic uh, in the last few days myself. Uh, I want the facts. Uh, but we need to know who managed that. Why did it happen? What are the consequences of it? 
And so, who gave the order? Um, who gave the, so I don't, I'm very careful to not make accusations without facts, but those are all questions that need answers. Yes, and it's but the public. If, 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 if I can ask this, Congresswoman, you know, I know that we're, we're looking at, you know, the process and the bureaucracy, but there's some basic just um, check items that I think, is, as you said, you know, wouldn't it just be a, if it's not a requirement, a professional courtesy for Ohio's government to notify <laughs> When, when there's an elected official visiting another city, you know, you notify that official, you notify, you know, so that they wouldn't that be part of this or uh, making sure that the EPA is is checking off and making sure that these are the wastes that they are authorized to receive. I mean, those simple things that just constitute accountability and oversight. So these are all simple things that if you and I were in charge should have happened. I mean, the basic politics 101, quite frankly. Oh but no, basic right. politics 101 was not there, which I communicated to everybody involved. The EPA themselves have said that they've learned a lot, but they didn't know. Um, so here's, I mean, I'm just giving you the facts because I've really dug into the facts. Norfolk Southern was in charge of the cleanup site. Look, I've done enough of these cleanups that when you get something this messy, nobody wants to take responsibility. Uh, Ohio was in Ohio, Ohio had a responsibility to the Ohio EPA to make sure um, that this was being done right. Um, but those two sites, so Norfolk Southern contracts with Republic. Yeah, with hold on, hold on. That's, sites are, that's getting too in the weeds. It's real simple. Okay. Who allowed the company to light off deadly chemicals? We don't know. Those are we, questions that are being, and I'm not an Ohio politician or elected official, but I, um, am, I, I, I have asked that question, how did that happen? Who was in charge of the site? But I'll tell you something, Charlie. I've been at other sites where it's not clear who's in charge. Right. And who's got responsibility. And there are times that people would rather not take responsibility and point fingers than make sure that somebody's safe. This is state. My, on Friday, I wanted to make sure that we were uh, our our sites were safe. To appreciate. So, what is the pause contingent upon, Congresswoman? Before we let you go, what is what is what are we waiting for, and and what will determine as to whether or not it stays in Ohio or goes somewhere else, or whether it's ultimately allowed to come into Michigan? Great question. So at this moment, it won't go to the Romulus injection site. It's not certified at this point for what some of the things that we're hearing. Um, uh, I think that uh, we've made enough noise and that they're examining where who's got the, you know, there are not a lot of storage sites that are certified to take this. So what I'm saying to everybody is Romulus injection well certifications coming up. We should make a lot of noise so that they don't get recertified. And I, I'm trying to, uh, look, I'm just like you guys. I want to know. Mm -hmm. Who's got the authority? What's the process? Who do you target? And where do you make the noise? And we need to do that. Um, and we need to do this. It, we, it, we need Republic, which, uh, what they, would they pull it? What was their profit last year? $10 billion? About, yeah. Just that was profit? The, that was the a, last reporting, yeah. Was that revenue or profit? Uh, revenue, I believe. Ten yeah. billion. You want to kick in for a couple of elementary schools where your, your cancer pit is next to? They should never have been put there. My God. And Ohio's got 15 of these things. You know, I did my research, you know, digging, digging. Take your own garbage. Take your own garbage. And I want to, you know, well, I will. 
All right, booty jids, take some responsibility. DeWine, you take some responsibility. Everybody take your responsibility and help us. That's why we're mad out of here. Now, before I let you go, Congresswoman, two quick ones. Um, Slotkin, Alyssa Slotkin, she's in, running for Senate on the Democratic side, raised a million in the first day. Is everybody going to run away now? Is, is this a juggernaut? No, I know there are a number of people that are looking at the seat. And I think that everybody wants to make sure that I'm a Democrat and the values I care about, I want this seat to stay a Democratic seat. So we got to make sure that we have a candidate that wins in the primary that can win in the general election. And I think there's still thoughtful discussions going on between other people. Uh, and finally, uh, piece in the Detroit News. Yesterday hit yesterday, uh, Melissa Nan Burke. I'll just read the lead. Investigators found lacking oversight, they believe, contributed to patient harm and death in a pattern of substandard care uh, in the surgery practice at Detroit's John D. Dingle VA Medical Center that leaders tried to conceal by altering external peer reviews and other data. Have, I'm quite sure you're well aware of this. So, Charlie, I'm going to be very blunt. I um, am somebody who the veterans are very important to me. I spend a lot of time with them. I spend a lot of time at John Dingle Hospital and the Detroit or the Ann Arbor VA Hospital. Uh, I, I, I did not know the details, but I knew something was wrong. I was hearing too many things. I went to the, and I asked him if it was okay if I said this. I went to the Secretary of Veteran Affairs, Dennis McDonough, a year and a half ago and said to him, there are serious problems at the Detroit VA. Uh, I don't know what they are, but I need you to look into them because it's real. And then we got a new director of the region for the VA, and that was the first thing that I said to her. And she immediately also, they both looked into it. Dennis McDonough came out to Michigan um, about a year ago, April, to show uh, his concern and his interest. He had planned on going to the Detroit VA, and he had a death in the family. The leadership at the VA was immediately uh, assigned someplace else. We do believe in due process, but due process means you make sure that every patient's safe. Um, the investigation went forward. You saw that some of this became public. Um, they have had two, they've had an interim manager that I think tried to very much right the ship. They've had a short term interim manager for the last two months, a new one's coming on next week. Um, I have asked the Secretary of Veteran Affairs to come to Detroit and have a town hall and tell people how these problems have been addressed and why they can be assured they're getting good health care. We can't, we can't get these lives back. So what I'm hearing is, I've always had respect for you, but a stronger respect for you, because I could see that you're taking the seat and you're not a party apparatchik, and you're trying to get real shit done for real people. And I think you want, I, I hear how you speak. You understand why we're all at each other's throats. It's just nothing's going right. So much respect no. in that way. But I must point out that you said the former administrators that did this got reassigned? They still well, work? Well, they're on, uh, oh, I've asked this question. Trust me, Charlie. You I know, know you have. I got to be careful because we got all these laws and we've got, people are entitled to due process. But um, my job is to protect veterans that are going to that hospital. My Amen. husband's name is on the side of the hospital. Your husband's a veteran. And I didn't know the extent. I mean, I, I, I need somebody that's um, uh, better able than me to describe exactly what did happen. 
it is, um, it, it was not good, but it was not, most of the patients there are getting outstanding care, and now the ship has totally been righted over some of the issues that um, were there. And uh, I told Dennis McDonough our biggest problem right now is assuring the veterans that they're getting good health medical care and they're safe. A lot of, you know, it's the only place a lot of people can get health care. We, so we, please remind them in Washington for us. Remind them that we want our children and our elders looked after. And if you can't do that, we're, we're coming. Okay, thank you. I know you got to go to your retreat. Well, I do, but I want to say one more thing. As we're having this discussion, look, there was wrongdoing, and I'm not going to sugarcoat that. So they can act, but there are also a lot of really good men and women who work at the Detroit VA. I found out about what was going on because people cared enough to say to me, you need to, I, they wouldn't tell me what was going on, but you know, my, everybody kept saying, we're not getting complaints. I said, I don't care. There's something wrong. So don't try to appease me. Look into it. Nice. You know? So there are a lot of good men, men and women that care about the patients that they serve. All right. Well, thank you very much. And, you know, I was really, you asked me yesterday, um, you're going to be on your way to the, the retreat. And you said, you know, uh, can we do it in the back of the car? To which I said, if I had a dollar for every woman that asked me that. <laughs> Her bad boy. But anyway, I stayed. But <laughs> thank I you so much. That's a lot of respect. And thank, I but thank you for caring. We got If people don't care and don't ask questions, we don't get to the truth. And, and thank, we got to fight for people. We have to fight for each other. We do. And thank you for taking that moment because people wanted to know. And it's obvious you're running it good. So I feel better. Thank you, Congresswoman. Thank you. Be safe. Now, Bye, let's, Karen. Okay, bye, Debbie. Tack. Good seeing you as always. Um, and you know what, Charlie? There's something I don't want it to be lost here. Yeah. Several times she's indicated that things, you know, came to a head because constituents brought it to her attention. I really think that people have gotten so frustrated that they don't speak up. They get on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. But people need to be reminded that they still have power and influence. Pick up the phone, send an email, make your leaders aware of what's going on so that they can, if they are, if they want to, or are able to, will respond. Like that's part yeah. of that accountability. And the one you always talk and about, Karen, one, go ahead, Debbie. I'm sorry. No, it's one of the reasons, you know, everybody says you go to so many things. I go to farmer's markets. I want to go to the festivals. I want to be in the grocery store. That's where I get to know people. They know they can talk to me and it's where I learn what's going on. Yes, talk to your elected representatives. And there's something that Karen says all the time. Besides getting to your representative, you have to make yourself known about uh, about your representative, who you're going to vote for, whether they're full mm -hmm. of baloney and give you the talking yep. points, right? They're smarmy and uh, their their hair's yep. uh, greased back and they smell of perfume. You got to know if they do the work. You got to know <laughs> if they're true. intelligent. So you must vote. But I'm telling you, All right, and my I've known this for, guys. I love you. So long. For, for, as long, see, bye for bye. as long as I've known Debbie, she is not a punk. I mean, no, she right doesn't on. back down. She's I mean, she's just not. I mean, I've known her for a long time. I've been in the room with her, been around the table. And, you know, I mean, you kind of look at the personality that's being brought to the position. I always say that if you're a good person, you're going to be a good professional. And so, you know, but. 
I don't want it to be lost. Again, if you see something and it's not right, if you smell something, something's not good for you, your family, your neighbors, your community. Make you them have work. To speak Make out. them yes. work. Now, that Make was a great segue. That, you can. that was a yes. great segue, Karen, because speaking of punks, Detroit Red <laughs> is out there. <laughs> at, uh, hey, Red, where you at, man? Yeah. Yeah, down here in Belleville in front of uh, Roosevelt McGrath Elementary School. And right over across the way, less than a quarter of a mile, is the dirt dumping sites that U.S. Ecology uses. Which, like, is, which, 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 is, day, you, which is Republic. Yeah, on a windy day, what? On a windy day, you're liable to get any type of contaminated dirt in your backyard, on the playground, on the school, in the driveway. I mean... This is a whole community over here. It's houses, it's a school, the playgrounds right over here. And this shit's worse than Detroit. And you you know this because uh, you spent time with the local city council person who's been well aware of this, been been fighting, just like Debbie, been fighting the dumping yes. and, the, and the injection well. The fight's been going on over 20 years. The injection well's been running about 12, which is seven miles up the road. So basically, it, we're like on Chemical Alley, if you ask me, and it's Excellent. a middle school over there at the Romulus site. Um, it, it's not that people haven't been saying something. What it looks like to me, and from the information I gathered, is the money making the decisions. I mean, you were asking Debbie earlier about the for-profit. Well, while they made $10 million in, in revenue, Norfolk South made 9.7. And if you trace it back, which we did a little homework on, we can trace this back to ownership and investment as high as Bill Gates. I mean, who would think Bill Gates would have any parts of dumping of chemicals? So it's billion. You said million, but you, you slipped it. But it's Billion, talk, billion, talk, yes. We're talking republics pulling in ten billion. Um, uh, Norfolk, Norfolk Southern is pulling in about ten billion. Uh, Republic, its we, majority shareholders, Bill Gates. I think Norfolk in twenty twenty one they had a stock buyback of about ten billion alone, and they have another seven and a half billion in cash on hand, which is why when they offer millions, uh, people kind of laugh because they know they have this much cash on hand because. This is ultimately the most of the blame goes on Norfolk Southern in my mind. Well, it does. Well, look, all right, you're the for-profit company, right? But exactly, yeah. There's a reason we have bureaucracies and departments of transport, yes. right? Like, come on, you don't just leave them to clean it up. You don't leave them to maintain the tracks. They got to be forced because they're for-profit. But it is interesting, right? That uh, Norfolk Southern, who owns it? Yeah, who owns it? Well, in research and all that, it's hard to even really put a finger on who owns what. No, we know. And where. We know because we did this last night, me, you, and Mark. Yes. BlackRock yes. is is a size of black, right? Big big they're, hedge fund. Yes. BlackRock, uh, they're yeah. number two. And uh, number one is Vanguard. I mean, these are two names everybody knows because they create most of the mutual wow. funds and most of the hedge funds. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about people that move markets. It's these two exactly. people. Exactly. And, and, and the head of... Um, of uh, BlackRock is a guy named Larry Fink. Larry Finch. Fink. 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 <laughs> yeah. Fink. And he's one of these big, greeny, billionaire Democrat guys. But then you come to find out, well, you know, what are you, what are you doing here? And then who owns these injection wells that you put near schools? The majority shareholder in Republic? Bill, Bill. fucking uh, Gates. Uh, yep. well, this is what pisses me off the most, Charlie. Being out here and seeing this is the fact that 
the money has spoken louder than the community. Like the local congressman told me, he's been to several public meetings. Several of the residents have been to these public meetings over the years, voicing their concerns about these dump sites. And as we can see, the money just keeps pushing the decision to do this right along the road. And in the end, it's our kids and our health that's fucking suffering. And I mean, that's really... So who's the majority? When they shit? say shit rolls hey. downhill from the rich, this is where it's land. Well, well here, here's the deal, Red. Who owns Vanguard? We all own we all, Vanguard. Yeah. That's right. why our 401ks That's 401K. are invested through. You so you, you do have a voice in this, right? It's more than just look at my 401k. What's your 401k doing, right? Black uh, right. BlackRock, <laughs> I'm looking them up, man. They're, they like one of the big dif- they invest in shit that deforests the Amazon rain basin. Yeah, yeah. And the guys out there talk about a green new world. Like it's such bullshit. It's all bullshit. JP Morgan Chase. It's bullshit. You guys are bullshit. They say that because it's good for business. That's funny. You mentioned JP Morgan Chase because they're fourth, uh, the fourth largest owner of Norfolk Southern there. I'm aware of that. That's why I yeah. mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's- I'll let you know that Larry Pink is on the board of the world <laughs> economic <laughs> Forum or council or whatever the fuck it is. Oh man, that's we, crazy. Yes. If so. if I was dumping illegally just in my local street sewage, I'd be fined and put in jail by now. Mm-hmm. These guys with all the money pretty much dump their trash where the hell they want, mm-hmm. and nobody's doing shit about it. Mm-hmm. Try burning your leaves. Driving yeah, around. You're right. Oh, the- mm-hmm. Oh, everybody got to get the fuck in the studio. It's ridiculous. You know what this sounds like? This sounds Let like this sounds like COVID April 2020. Like everybody just got on Zoom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's some of the dust I've gotten my throat over here. Uh, well, we sent you out there because it's so coated with weed crystal. We didn't think it would affect you, bro. Hey, listen here. Thank God for the filter of marijuana because I wouldn't want to breathe none of this shit in floating around out here. <laughs> yeah, man. Poor kids. Jeez, oh, peace. What are we yeah, doing? and, and, and I, I do want to put this out here even though I'm cracking jokes and shit. And I didn't know it was like this until I came out here. The way they are regarding the safety of our kids is a fucking insult to me. Because the kids is the future. And if you poison in the future before it has a chance to evolve, where does that leave us? Where, where does this lead the country? The rich are doing what they want and we just taking all the bullshit. Yeah, you know, like, I, I, it's sort of a comparison since we're talking about phosgene that, hmm. you know, killed 85% of the soldiers who were gassed in World War One. When Chernobyl melted down, do you think the public was notified what they were doing with it? Yeah, right. No, no, of course not. That's that's fucking Russia. This is the United States, and we have every right to know everything going on. Right? Agreed, yeah. And that fucking governor yeah. down there, Republican, right? Mm-hmm. Is shipping his shit up here? No, man. Th- th- you it's did bullshit. that. You did. That's that's how you guys run your shit. Our shit's fucked up and up already, and you heard Debbie. No one even... No one even, like, Pete Buttigieg didn't even call in Gretchen Whitmer to let her know. It's ridiculous. And we're, we got... But, you know, and, and, here we go with that fucking COVID 2020 again. <laughs> okay. You got to put your hand up. Somebody I, press the button. Put your electronic hand up. <laughs> go ahead, Red. 
mentioning the governor of Ohio, where the fuck is our governor? Where is her outrage that they just blatantly disrespected her seat of authority by not even letting her know shit? Or did she know? And acting like she didn't. I mean, Karen, nice Karen's hands up. Karen's hands up. Karen. Like no, no, I was just saying that's a good point because I called two people on the communication staff, didn't get an answer uh, to the phone call or the messages left. That's a good question, Red. I mean, again, when 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 public officials travel to other jurisdictions, they notify that other jurisdiction as a professional courtesy. You there's no reason why that same courtesy shouldn't be extended when something else is coming over into your jurisdiction as the leader, if you will, of that area. That doesn't weasels. make any sense. They're Somebody all, they're all weasels. How many communication yeah. communicate? Uh, Karen called a prominent Two. politician, uh, com director of communication to talk to us. Right. And a fucker didn't even want to text because I'm sick. What? You know how many people are cashing checks what? in government not doing anything? Jesus. You know what I mean? Too many. You know how many people working for these private firms, these equity firms, these railroad companies? You're not doing your shit. Nope. You're working for the VA and you're changing data. That's horseshit. I mean, we all know it, man. That's why I just we're at each other's throat. Right? And then you can't defend it. You can't defend your side. You can't. But it goes back to us, Charlie. We have to demand better. That's why, you know, I mean, I shared the email for uh, the uh, Oversight Commission for, uh, for the commission for uh, the utilities on Twitter. I said, don't just complain to us. Send these people an email. Let them know that just because your lights are back on or your, you know, your power is back on. This is unacceptable. We're talking about another storm that's coming. I mean, these kinds of this is this is just another version of the power outage. Yeah, it, well, it really that, is. That one's not done. And I never got a word I, about that from the governor either. So go ahead. Last word, Red. Then we're moving on. For those that may be watching this and saying, ah, oh, just another issue. Remember this. This is who's really affected in the end. The little ones inside this building here. Because they got to deal with the shit we let stay behind. That's real. That's real. All right. Um, demand more. We are going to move on to the north of the Michigan border. We're going to go all the way to Ottawa with uh, Vinny D, formerly of Detroit. You know, I don't know what the fuck he's doing in Canada, right? But he's <laughs> with the Voices of North American Network. Uh, he's brought to you by XG Service Group. Experts in uh, voice over internet protocol, phone service, security cameras, hidden cameras, access control, train track cameras. Yeah. They're oh, one yeah. for you, Fink. Right? He's, he's North. Yeah. North uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Wi-Fi design and installation, drive-through systems, uh, construction cameras, all of it. Anything internet, anything cable. They'll handle it. Anything digital. They handle it. Call Matt Yaskovitz at 734-245-4100. Feel better, Bernie. Bernie lives over in, like, Ed's, uh, yeah. what do you call it? Poison Alley? That's what he thought, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. he still lives. He's, he's right there, He though. lives next to a dump, and yeah. it's always blowing on him. So hmm. so I don't know what gave him his, his health issue. It was either you're too fat, Bernie, or the dust is blowing out. I don't Poor know. Bernie. <laughs> Here's what you do. Try some celery and wear an M95. <laughs> An ADR experienced overseeing more than a quarter billion dollars in private construction projects since 2001. I mean, you might want to call them Norfolk Southern. 
Reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. ADR, save clients millions. Honest, ethical, smart. Call Barry Ellen Tucker, 248-318-9424 for a consultation. And, of course, this all got me hungry. Yeah. You know at American Coney Island. Oh, yeah. You, you, you know what Lent's, Friday. Lent's the best time here. Oh, those sandwiches. You got. I, I now realize you got to have them hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are fluffy. Do you notice? Let me just tell you some things. You know how the lettuce is green and crisp? I know. Yeah. Like, where's the lettuce green and crisp anymore? Nowhere. You get that on the sandwich. Zero places. That's sesame yeah. on the bun. It ain't some it's bullshit. Legit. It's I'm legit. A, I'm going to cut the corner because sesames are scarce. Nope. Got to have the sesame. <laughs> that Pacific Pollock. Oh, they don't. You know what they? I realized they don't put um, tartar sauce on. What? It's coleslaw. Really? Yeah. I coleslaw. never noticed. Oh, it's, yeah. See, I, I get them plain, Charlie. Get them plain. That's what? why I don't like all that stuff. That's yeah, no fun. I get them plain. No, I don't eat all that stuff. But they are delicious. When you can eat something that has no decoration and it's delicious, yeah. it's good. The That's core, really it's good. delicious. And you could sit down. It's clean and mm. ruby. It got a great view. with warm or like. You're out the door. People will call up and go, uh, I want to get one to go. Uh, six dogs, six fries. I pick up the phone, you know, and I go, just come in, man. We'll have that yeah. ready for you in three it's minutes. Fast. Yeah. yeah, and you don't want it cold. It's a great place. It's all of that stuff. The roof doesn't leak. And it's all clean. It. It's yes. clean. <laughs> and it's the oldest family-run business, perhaps, in Michigan. No, I mean, it's one, of, it's it one is, of three. Yeah. It's either Cranes. Communications, really, or Ford, yeah, or American Coney Island. Coney Island's got to be older than Ford. It's not. It's well, got to be Ford. It's got. Yeah. It's Ford. All right. Okay, but, but it's still over hundred years. Older, they're better. How about that? If they aren't yeah. older, you're better. They ain't shipping my sandwich to Mexico. <laughs> Tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of which, speaking of the border, I want to welcome it. Uh, if you listen, folks, if you're listening. We are on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Like, you got to see this guy. This <laughs> next great. guy, you got to look at this guy. Oh, look. Oh, Vinny, man. <laughs> what a pick. Look at this guy. <laughs> Vinny D from the Voice of North America. Yeah. What's going on, Vin? Okay. I wish that there would be some Coney Islands up here. Maybe we should have a fundraise to get them started up here because you could sure use that. And these issues you're talking about here, you know, all this border aside, even. Those are important issues. Those kids, what Red's talking about. Red's getting good at this, Charlie. He is. Okay. And, and you're the one, and Lou was the one that brought me here more. You know, I really didn't want to do this stuff again, but I knew how to do it in my way. You need something to do. That's why we started this group. Oh, you're retired. You're yeah, retired. Well, I was trying to retire, and, you know, I've been doing this since I've been eight off and on. So let me let me just tell you who Vinny is real quick. Tell you, tell you how I get to know him. Vinny's formerly of Detroit. He moved to Ottawa. I don't know why. I don't want to get into a Vinny. Don't tell me why. And <laughs> These poor guys up here need some help. <laughs> You're right. He's a smack around. He's a great listener. Yeah. Toughing him up up there. So, you Trying. know, Vinny, Vinny's listener, he pops in now and then, and then he's the guy that said, I got this old Fleetwood limousine. I want to donate it to you. We're going we're gonna to go get that. But Vinny, if, if, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to uh, present you as... as what you're not, but here's what I believe. You're like a right-wing guy. I didn't say a nut. I didn't say, nut. you know, when you say right-wing, it's a bad word, or a liberal, it's a bad word. I don't believe that. But you're like to the right. You guys are tied into rebel news. You rabble-rousers, community journalism. And um, you said you got to 
immigration problem there, right? They're swamping the yeah. border and people are getting in there illegally. Well, they said that. I didn't say that. Right. You know, but you were curious, right? Like Trudeau's, yeah, was a, yeah, Trudeau's an asshole. We don't know what's going on with the third party, et cetera. So Rebel News, right? Mm -hmm. Right wing, sort of citizen journalist. Yeah. They play off the New York Post. And there's a story that uh, Mayor Adams in New York was given money Correct me if I'm wrong, Vinny. Giving money to migrants that got shipped to New York to go to Canada. Is this correct? Not directly. He 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 buffers it, you know, like the Godfather would to little organization that do his work there, you know, and they hand out the tickets and everything. So it was cold. Vinny wants to get to the bottom of this. So first of all, Vinny goes to Ottawa. And he's checking out the immigrant community. I, I would say a little bit to your surprise, Vinny. You were like, oh, these are. Kind of good people, good addition, good working people, nice restaurants, right? Yeah, not all of them, but they're like anybody else, Charlie, they're people. You know, like you showed that guy with a couple bucks in his pocket and, and you swam across the river with him. That was, that was, you know, the real, but you're, you're a reporter, you're not and a broadcast commentator, you know, but you can write where I can't, you know, I just motor mouth on, 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 on live and stuff. What a great, but I try and do it the real. Yeah, he does. And so. I was kind of proud because, because, you know, you took some video and it wasn't some hit job on the other. You were like, hey, I actually had a good time. I met some really good people. You did a, a beautiful little film and, right? Yeah. It's the greatest yeah, job in the world. we try and show the real. Yeah. We try and show the real. We mix with the people because it's all about the people like like your buddy there. Uh, you, you uh, Perkins, he said, we, we're doing this as a public service of a lot of these people out there, they're doing it for clickbait, for personal glory, you know, and they're just stenographers. Rebel News does some good things, but I don't agree with everything they do, you know. And then when so we went there, they got, they we showed there was nobody there. They had to go to Plattsburgh to prove us wrong, you know, in the one bus. So they have it. They need, you know, one of their people is down there in the border, CC and you, you know, uh, and Eagle Pass showing in the airport and everything. But it's like stenog it's kind of like stenographer, you know, and they show 47 people getting off the bus, you know, 47 people is a drop in the bucket, Charlie, compared to what's happening down there. And they just did that to show all oh, Vinny and Rohan, you know, they're lying or whatnot, because they got to keep that narrative going. You know, it's like that's how they get their clicks and everything. You know, I don't agree with everything Rebel do does. They do do some good, a lot of good stuff, you know, like they're in the convoy and everything. But you, you want to tell the real you don't want to. You know, just geek it up. Well, one busload of people, you know, the girl went down there to Plattsburgh. And that's mainly because I don't think anybody can go to the border after we did it. I think those police there were, you know, highly chastised for letting us get so close. And because the day right after we went, the day after a political party went there, the PPC is a big shot, you know, uh, right wing guy. Bernier, he used to work for Harper. He went down there with his news crew and everything. The news crew's asking, how did you guys get to do it? I said, well, we had a slight advantage. We learned from Gordon and Charlie Liddell how to do this stuff. You know, you guys get in the cops' faces and everything. They're not going to talk to you when you chase down a politician and say, hey, you know, oh, look, I caught this guy in, in the wrong and everything. You get him on the hot, you'd be nice to him. Get him on the hot seat first like who does or you, like who used to do or you do, Charlie. You get him on the hot seat first and then ream him a new one, you know. So this Vinny, guy there that you covered in Flint, buddy, that was, that was the, that guy, what is he vying to be the new black Lou Gordon, the city councilman <laughs> up there in Flint? He's pretty good, buddy. Eric Mays. Shout out to Eric yeah, Mays. Yeah, he's good. I like him. He's very Graham, good. I got one right now, here. Now, there's yeah, a guy, I, Vinny, right wing Vinny. Right here, right look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Keep the lid on now, man. See, now, right wing Vinny is liking national 
Action Network Eric Mays. You you see how this works? It's coming together. You see, Vinny. No, I'm more like you. Oh, you like me? I'm more like you. It doesn't matter if it's left or right, just so they're working with the people and doing the right thing, buddy. You know? There, there you go, man. Sometimes the left comes up with a good idea. So you were believing this rebel news. Oh, my God. Roxham Road, the illegal crossing. We're being in it. You believed it. Because... I've been around too long to believe anything without going to see it. Like so you he would. went you know, to see it. See now, there. watch. This is just an excerpt. This is Vinny and his crack squad at the... Yeah, they're pretty good. At the Canadian border, the illegal crossing. Um, also, a little bit of a weather report. And you'll hear they're actually talking to Border Patrol. And it's quite good in this way what do you say Mark? it's entertaining it's it is it's entertaining. very entertaining all right let's roll yeah that. like red you got to be entertaining sometimes <laughs> exactly what what do, do you guys do with that record <laughs> and just, yeah oh, i thought you were like see here talking. like that's from Polica. If they trust me next to be true, next to Trudeau, they trust me here. Oh, no problem. All right, we're going to, we're going to come Everybody over here. Everybody knows the RCMP does a good job, you know. We're trying to do our best, eh? Yeah. Thank you. Just like you guys. It's hard. It possible to talk to the person. Okay. Can we wave to them? Because they would be under so nice Canadians. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, they're under detainment. If you want to have a chat with them, it's sure. better to go in the U.S. and... But when they arrest them, it's not like a arrest, arrest. Like, you know, when I got caught, you know, back in the day, uh, coming out of um, Chinois, you know, in Pierrefonds, Montreal, right? I got caught one time coming out of there late at night. Um, but that's not, that's it was like an arrest, arrest. This is not an arrest, arrest. This is arrest for detainment. It's the same term, but... Uh, yeah, it's for detainment. But this is chill, out. this is chill zone. If we can find the... Uh footsteps or something in the snow footsteps. the evidence of like of life of life of life on mars you can stay on this side and right. <clears throat> maybe we should drive around <laughs> and then go through another area that's not that's doesn't have like a big border crossing but, I mean, if you look at that snow i know the snow is kind of new okay but doesn't look like there is like so many people walking here no, I guess we look more dirty, and yeah. Yeah, especially here, it's like slushy. There's no slush here. Right. Me to think that it's like tracking. Makes you think that there's no immigrants at all. Yeah, or not very many, anyway. Wow. Certainly Interesting, no. Today. No? <laughs> yeah, but it's still slushy and gross. So you'd think if they walk here, they'll drag that here, and nope. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Why don't we go and try to find another? Watch the street. There's not an immigrant here. There's <laughs> not an immigrant. <sighs> Man, it's like we came all the way to the zoo and there's not a single. No, we went to New York City and nobody's here. Right? <laughs> it's an unbelievable expose, Vinny, that like nobody, <laughs> nobody's here. The girl, the girl, she can speak good English too, you know, and whatnot. She, I think she's better than the other one from Rebel, you know. But she's really not a journalist. She's actually the soup lady that's handing out free soup to the poor people down there at the convoy. There. Oh, I before. thought she was. I thought she was voice. No, she's of not I, I thought she was your meteorologist. No, 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 With no. The she's slushy. Kinda, she's a good girl, Charlie. We're gonna try and use her for a reporter because she's got that natural gift, you know. Mm. So we'll see. Look, look at Vinny. We only pick up on the ones that you know. We got some Twitter motor mouth with us, but most of them, some of them are old school journalists. I actually belong to the uh, old school press gallery, the Independent Press Gallery of Canada. You know, it's more like a traditional one and everything. 
So, you know, oh, I don't want to bond to the Canadian press. David, are you on Twitter? Uh, yeah, VNA is on Twitter. But that's usually my wife that's answering you. She's a big fan of yours, Karen. <laughs> oh, because I thought, okay, well, tell her I no, appreciate it. You guys usually her that answers, yeah. She reads the Detroit News. I bought her that subscription, you and Charlie. So she got uh, this whole thing's basically I started, you know, I had the requisite skills, knowledge from being, you know, Lou's godson there. You know, he used to come over the house and, you know, he was like my mentor back in the day. He was treetop tall, you know, like, you know, that he was my Euro kind of, you know, I was there when he, when, see that thing that Charlie covered it down there with us, with the wife Scorpion team in Nashville. We had one in Detroit called the stress unit. I'm sure you guys remember that. You got the records. Yes, there. Yep, and they used to car and them guys used to carve notches in their gun handles and just, you know, if they didn't like somebody, they just shoot them and leave them away in there. And all that was still going on to Mellis Green, you know, when the Starsky and Hutch mm -hmm. beat them with a flashlight there. You know, I'm, I'm sure this is going Detroit. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm old I just enjoyed I, enjoy, I, I just I just enjoyed listening to him. Me so. too. I mean look at him, look at the man. He's fine. He looks like the godfather yeah, there. Old, it's all mahogany, the flags. It looked like he got some horns. He looks in like the... your older brother, Charlie, actually. My uncle. No, I'm a little bit older than Charlie, but he's like my mentor, even though I'm older. I try and teach everybody here to do like Charlie done that thing he done. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm doing the news. I try and show him, you know, how he, he showed he was with the real people sitting with, you know, that's what you got to be. That's why I got my old butt out there on my old ass out there on Wellington Street with all these protesters or something. I'm not as right wing. I'm for whatever idea will work. You know, sometimes the left comes up with good ideas. Sometimes it just takes you know, financially, a, a welcome home, Vinny. Welcome <laughs> yeah, back you know, like, to the like middle. You even said, Charlie, Trump, Trump is a mess, but he's done some good things. I look at you know, the real buddy. That's true. You could say that about you know, and I'm not a damn stenographer. I'm a reporter. I'm a reporter and a broadcast commentator. I'm not one of these. Oh, journalist, judge of that. <laughs> well, I try to be, you know, I try when, to when you. the award shows up in the mail, then you'll know. All right. It's kind oh, of you're like getting your reward, buddy. We're sending you that thing, but I don't think it's a good idea to put a mask on the limousine. Well, better like you saw what it looks like inside. It's like a rolling cat house, buddy. Oh, this oh, it's a rolling cat house. This this limo he's got for us. Okay, it, it's it's got it's got the the um silk roses Ooh. in the jars that are affixed to the table. Fancy, I know. That's, that's yeah, it's got romantic. everything. It's like a rolling it's like a rolling uh penthouse, buddy. It's nice. I was gonna pick Debbie up in that the congresswoman. <laughs> yeah, well, Red. If you go to the Normandy here, think he got a rich he got a rich uncle. <laughs> I I bet you know back in the day back I used to stay at the Yorba. I stayed at the Fortson Hotel. You know the uh, Roosevelt down there by the all old the train finest station. places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all, all the, the finest yeah. places. So I know you know I even threw read a tip on how to get rid of you know what. Did you pay twenty five cents for the towels? And five dollars no, for the key. They didn't. They weren't that cheap in them days. They <laughs> give it to you. They weren't the best, but. You know, the I, the St. Regis is one of the best hotels in Detroit. It used to be. Now it's like, you know, modernized, you know, but some of the stuff in there, you've been in them old buildings. You showed people, Charlie, you know, so, you know. Okay, I do. It's not what it used to be. No, nothing is, man. All right, Vinny, uh, very good work. Uh, welcome aboard, as I said. I'll let everybody know. Vinny does Vinny. We do us. Yep. Sometimes you meet, sometimes you don't. But you know, I, I'm that was I'm all right. Look at that. Vinny, it was cold, and Vinny got off his ass and was out there looking for yeah. for caribou tracks and migrants, and couldn't find any of them. Yeah, yeah. there's no mass flood. You know, they're they're coming, and it's wrong, and it needs to be tweaked and adjusted. And these Canadians need to get rights like America. And you know, right now they're getting the rights from the crown. 
you know, this old divine right of crown theory where God gives the crown the right and they dole it out. We're in America. This is, you know, right we get our rights directly to us. It's you true. Know, that's the problem here in Canada. And these lawyers at the Freedom Convoy and everything, they know this stuff. But Vin, they're not Vinny, Vinny, when are you going to get your new King Charles money? Uh -oh. Buddy, I'm going to send uh -oh. you some when I get it just so you is see there, what it looks like. I don't think it's out yet. Yeah. Is all your money going to change? No, my buddy, I do American no, my I, stuff. I mean, dollars. in Canada, is all the money going to switch over to Charles? Yeah, pretty soon. It, I don't think they've done it yet. I don't know. Are don't, the bills going to be a little bit larger to accommodate his ears? <laughs> no, everything's getting smaller, buddy. Even, uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. But everything's getting smaller. You notice when you open up a package there in Detroit, there's not as many potato chips in it as what used to be, you know? They say it's one thing, it's some size, but it's not. Karen did that about the eggs, the price, they're going crazy. And this thing Ooh. at the border. This, Karen, this thing, you got a big this fan thing, up here in the Vinny D house. Yeah, we need to get more Canadians watching you guys, like Windsor's right across there, right across exactly the river. Exactly why you know? we had you on, Vinny. I mean. And they got and they got to come shopping in you're Detroit. No, you're you're known from uh, Yellowknife all the way to Halifax, bro. So it's the reason we got you that, on here. That Mexican migrant that started, the Mexican immigrant that started the restaurant there that we did, where I'll send you a little clip about that too later. He's saying about Detroit big time, you know, oh, I said, what's better? Detroit, he says big time, you know, he goes there to Mexican town and everything. And he says it's scary because of what the news says, but it's, you know, it's still able to go there without getting shot at. You just mind your own business and do what you got to do, you know. That's right. Just don't fuck around. And the prices are better. And I would recommend the combination plate. Mind your own business, and when you go to Mexican town, get the combination plate. Just yeah, that's what he said. He said they got a good Mexican bakery there too. They do. And, and your your buddy there, Charlie, the other one, I forget what his name is. You had him on your show. He's what? trying to show the bakery. No, the one, the one guy, the other journalist or uh, TV broadcaster you guys had on a while back. He's showing some bakery out by him. You know, saying how wonderful it is. And Amy said, "Why don't you show Charlie and Karen where that's at?" And time. All right, thank you, everybody. Uh, tune in tonight, 8 o'clock on Cuomo. I'll be there in studio. Peace.